For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric, specific focus show that I bring you along with the one and only Ed Easy Smith. My name is Javon J. Love Adams. Ed played not only professional baseball, but he also played. He also played for the for a few teams in the NFL. He is an NFL vet. Played NFL Europe, and don't let him forget he he played also in the XFL. The first iteration. He definitely has paid his dues. How are you doing, sir? Good, bro. Just marching on. And, uh, you know, we get to uh, that, that time of the year, man. Some of them booties going to start getting tired if we don't start pulling in some of them wins. Indeed, indeed. And I want to – it's something that is interesting that I heard uh, that I heard mentioned uh, that I wanted to get your thoughts on real quick before we jump into the meat of things. So we talk about, of course, the Arizona Cardinals. We're located here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, we break it down looking at the previous week's game, uh, take some take – some, uh, our takeaways from the game or what we discuss in terms of in a couple of different segments. And then we also look ahead to the game that's coming up. And so this is going to be an interesting one, as oftentimes there's more to talk about about uh, when it comes to losses than it, than it is with uh, when you win because you just try to just, uh, you don't try to, I guess, I don't know. It, it just seems that way oftentimes with this team anyway. Um, but one thing real quick that I that I heard somebody mention um, that with the 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 Jets, so the Jets, we know that they're, what, 0-12 now? Mm-hmm. After, after, thank God, after losing to, to my Jets, and I heard somebody say that one of the things you might have to watch out for the Jets as we get to the end of the season because they have they can now see the end the light at the end of the tunnel, which is the season, which is January, because they know that this season will be over. So they so their thought process might be effort. We just gonna do our thing. We gonna play play all the way to the wall and just have some fun. What's the worst that can happen? We know the season's gonna be. We're gonna be put out of our misery soon. Is there? You think there's some stock to that? Well, for the players, it's a different. You know, the, the coaching staffs. You know, because they always talk about the fact that teams could potentially be tanking, right? Well, players don't tank. Players go out there and they play. Uh, you know, all the way through at least the ones worth any salt in their bones, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you want to, you want to, for, for a lot of players, you know, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. So you got to go out there mm-hmm. and put your best foot forward on tape 
So if the organization, me and the, the sloppy jets don't pick you up, you know, you want to imp- try to impress that other girl out there, you know, at the dance, you know, so <laughs> you know, ain't time to be out there fooling around. Now, some guys get a little tricky toward the end of the season where, man, I ain't going out there and getting hurt. So all of a sudden they start making them business decisions and you can tell, you can tell when dudes are like, they're looking forward to 2021 and, or that, you know, they, this a contract year and, you know, they ain't going out there and getting hurt. So, but I mean, there's all kind of equations or I guess, uh, you know, formulas that go into the equation, Jay, whether it's the players, the coaches, the um, front office, it's a big mix of a whole lot of things going on right now. You hope that everybody has integrity. They're going out there, giving it all they got. But in some instances, like I said, business decisions will be made both on and off the field. Um, and right now, I, you know, the conspiracy theorists, theorists, you know, after that, that, yeah. that, that <laughs> man, come on, because I, I was already on you. I was sending you text messages on in the, on the, the the group chat. I was like, "Come on!" And then all of a sudden, <laughs> three seconds later, it was like the bomb, you know. And I was like, "Wow, something looks fishy here, bro." <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. So before we get into the the meat and potatoes, which is the believe in the Arizona Cardinals podcast, the NFL season is in full swing. And you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. I was actually looking where crossing sports here. I was looking at the uh, the the win loss total for the NBA because the NBA is right around the corner. I was looking at the Suns actually. They got the Suns that the Suns over under at thirty eight and a half. And I'm thinking, man, that 38 and a half, I think I might put them at about 38. So I I might go the under on that, but you know, maybe I might, maybe I feel a little bit of froggy, a little froggy and go ahead and leap on that. But from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well, because we know that it never closes. So, Head to betonline.ag and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Again, Javon Adams here with the one and only Ed Smith. Yo, so the Cardinals come up short again, this time against their, that the, the one that seems to be their Achilles heel, the Los Angeles Rams came into uh, State Farm Stadium and the Cardinals fell 38 to 28. So a couple of things I wanted to talk about this week, Ed, is, is really, is going to be centered upon the offense. We're going to talk about the defense as well. I want to get your thoughts. Do you think the defense is starting to run on fumes a little bit over the last few weeks, especially what towards in terms of what happened um, in the second half of, of uh, last week's game. But one thing I want to start off with is I've, I saw immediately that, that really that, that real time reaction. There were a lot of fans that were calling, and some of the media, uh, one media member in particular, that made a wrote an article. Is it just possible that Cliff Kingsbury isn't the guy for the job, and therefore he should be jettisoned? The first thing that I want to get your thoughts on that, um, because there started. There's a lot more pressure. We know that even when they were, even when they were putting up a lot of yards a game, uh, you and I looked and said, "Wow, really?" They, it. It just didn't seem as if the offense was still in some type of rhythm, though they were putting up a lot of yards and that, so you can't take that away from them, but there was still that something that wasn't curling quite right, as we like to say on this show, but it made me think of, of uh, goodness. And now his name, 
it eludes me, the, the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Carol, it made Carol. me think of Pete Carroll when he was coaching the Jets. Remember when he was coaching the Jets and then he went to coach the uh, the Patriots and he was let go, I think, a little bit too early from, I want to say, the Patriots because, you know, he was around a 500 coach or something, just barely above 500. And I think he was, I think he was shown the door a little bit too quickly. And I'm not saying that, that Cliff Kingsbury is going to win a Super Bowl, but I definitely think that going into year two, of of this this experiment this cliff kingsbury kyler murray experiment where as you've mentioned you've you've mentioned it uh, um done a quite good great job of mentioning it not only on this show but on on uh easy sports talk show as well is that he's in his second year second year of at all in terms of coaching in the nfl so you have to there's there's going to be a learning curve you would like it to be shorter but there's a learning curve your thoughts on this on do you think that kingsbury is the right man for the job or is it too early to pull to pull the to, to pull the plug on him here's the thing jay what was it just a few weeks ago we were five and two right right and you you taken we're going through a little slide if all of a sudden instead of six and six if we were just two games different say we were eight and through eight and three instead you know we pulled a couple of these wins out Kingsbury would still be the genius that everybody was trying to pass him off on us as he was at that earlier time in the season right it's this is all a work in progress you got a second year coach coming from college where he wasn't all that successful but you made the hire you have seen improvement in the team, if nothing else, in their preparation. They're uh, buying into his system. It's all good. Now, let's not start throwing as old saying, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Right, right. It's like, wait a minute. Just a few weeks ago, this man was a almost pure genius in everybody's eyes. He is in the NFL. He's going up against some of the – think about this, Jay. How many college – Teams are out there, 150 or 60 or whatever it is, right? My Small colleges. San Jose State Spartans, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I always got to get them in there. <laughs> Small colleges versus your behemoths and stuff like that. In the mm-hmm. NFL, there are 32 teams. Check it. 32 head coaches. These are supposedly the best of the best. Now, out of those 32, we all know there's a, about three or four, a handful of geniuses. There's a few pretty good ones and then there are some Adam Gates that I have no idea how they got a job have a job and how long they will, will have that job uh, you know in the coming weeks yes. so it's all like I said we have to be very patient with how quick we you know how fast we turn the tide and all of a sudden now what's he doing and you know fire him off with his head bro let's give him some time I like what I've seen you and I were both spot on. We got a lot of people coming back to us now. Well, guess you guys weren't all as far off as we, we thought you, you know, you, we thought you were. Yeah. You and I picked them for seven, maybe eight wins, like nine and seven would have been like fabulous in our minds after coming off a five one season last year, right? But right. what? They get off to that jump. They beat a, you know, banged up the San Francisco team in the first week. And then all of a sudden they're five and two and we got them ready to go to the Super Bowl. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, they are what I thought they were and what you thought they were. Yes, sir. Let's give them some time and let's be a little more even keel. We can't be like, you know, like perfect example, Cleveland Browns. Every time you turn around, you know, they win a couple games. All of a sudden they're going to the Super Bowl and all of a sudden they turn into what they always are and everybody's ready to hang uh, everybody, you know. So let's yeah. take our time. Let's figure it out. I like what I've seen, even though we're at six and six round now. Could have took advantage 
of that early start, but you didn't. And they're coming back to earth. But let's not go out and start selling off everything before we get this man some time and 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 uh, an offset, a real true off season, et cetera, et cetera, to show us what he's really about. So I want to ask this, and this may have something in terms of a carryover with Cliff Kingsbury. If you were, if you were coaching, if you were on that offensive staff, if you had some input, if you were even the offensive coordinator, what are some of the changes, if any, what changes would you make to be able to get them back on track, to be able to put up those yards and those numbers that they were? What, what changes would you make with Kyler Murray or with the offense to be able to try to right the ship? I don't know what's wrong with the game plan these last few weeks, Jay, but it seems like they're almost, and maybe it's because Kyler's a little more injured than we know, right? That's, maybe, yeah, I think there might be something to it. Yeah, maybe that shoulders or something else is bothering him because now you, I think I use this word and you like to, like, it seems like they're, they're muting him a little bit. Like they're turning the dial down. They don't want him being as, as, as dynamic as he's been was at least for a stretch and they're kind of like pulling the reins back a little bit instead of hey get out there when you need to scramble get it and we're also going to mix in a few of those design plays to get you on the uh out into that secondary so we can exploit them teams are i mean you look at his his stats as of the last week you're talking like five rushes for 30 yards uh five rushes for 15 yards and this is coming from a dude who was, you know, leading rusher was over a hundred yards a few times leading our offense in that way. What I see for some reason, and we don't know because we're not in the lock, lock room. We're not in the training room. Something just seems like they're holding him back a little bit. My thing would be if he's injured, then I know you don't want to look at it this way, but maybe if, if you have to sit him down, sit him down. But if he's right. out there and he's full go, then you need to take the training wheels off and we need to have Kyler Murphy the dynamic like we did early in the season because as we're seeing and we mentioned this last week if you keep him in that pocket and then put an umbrella around them where you're you know the edges are uh, the discipline and they're going upfield now you got discipline in the middle of your uh, rush attack and you got guys putting arms up the trees are getting big and they're keeping them contained and this might be a sign Jay that he's not what you call a 100% pocket passer you're always going to have to rely on his escapability and his dynamics outside of the pocket if you're going to just have him drop back especially from shotgun and read options then you're fighting a losing battle that, that just in my opinion that just seems like the, the what they're doing right now came across a stat where he's in shotgun about 93 percent of 93. the time 93 93 wow. i i can understand if you're trying if you're if you are an overwhelmingly shotgun or pistol type of offense, but 93, that's, that's really high. I mean, I, I love to see that. I'm not saying go all the way to the other end, but maybe 87%, maybe 85%. I mean, but 93%, that's, that's a high number. That I would love to go around the league and see from the percentage, I guess, from everybody that, you know, that's got, that, if that's not the top, I don't know what it is. I'd like to see the, uh, the transverse to that, see what the bottom team is like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, maybe a Cleveland or somebody like somebody who runs Tennessee, somebody like Tennessee yeah. that is, seems like they're always, you know, two back quarterback under center running the ball. That would be an interesting comparison because, you know, it's like I said, like that is a huge number, Jay. And that attack, like for me, it just does not compute to having a great running game 
you know, the ability to have a great running back game because of the many different things we've talked about, how it kind of stunts your running backs in terms of getting them downhill. Exactly. And so here's, here's one of the things that's, that's interesting to me. Um, when you look at, as we transition a little bit to the defense, just a bit, the, the, not this week, the previous week, the, the Cardinals played the New England Patriots. That was a close game. They kind of held, they, they held uh, New England in check for most of the game and they just couldn't make those. We know about, you know, kicks that timely kicks that were missed, et cetera. Um, and then the Patriots put up 45 on the, on the chargers this past week. Um, so there's, we know that the defense is capable of doing some things, but do you, I thought I saw maybe the defense being a little bit tired uh, in the second half because there was such a disparity in terms of the time of possession. I want to, before you get, give your thoughts, I, I was listening to a, I was listening to a radio broadcast. It was for a different team. I think it was the Falcons. And so I was on my way home and the the car the Falcons came out and they were the com the color guy said that they looked tired that they looked tired and so the play by play guy says well how can that be if they just came out of halftime and so the color guy says well because just because you're at halftime doesn't mean that all of a sudden your battery is recharged if you were on the field for an inordinate amount of time and then you come back onto the field you're still facing the same thing you're fatigued and the and the halftime doesn't is not some fountain of youth is that is there any validity to that and then your thoughts about the defense in terms of this part of the season uh because the offense is not holding up its end of the bargain right now there's all kind of different factors that go into it and you got to remember this time of the season Jay, everybody's a little tired everybody's a little banged up from game to game, you know, it's one of those things we have to look at. Last week, remember, they held the New England Patriots to 179 total yards. Right, right. They were actually, they, they should have won that game. They held uh, New England to 20 total points the last three coming on the field goal that won it. They actually played a pretty good game. What happens is from week to week, it depends who's, who you're up against sometime and their plan of attack. Uh, I always used to, for me, being a tight end, you could tell when the defense were – they were starting to get a little defeated and tired because those blocks used to become so much easier. Not necessarily they were giving up, but they were gas, and you could tell it, and momentum, you're starting to push them up the field instead of contact and, you know, engaging at the line of scrimmage. Now you're looking up your two yards uh, down the field, you know, manhandling somebody. Five yards down the field, manhandling somebody. And sometimes, man, it just becomes – you know, the, the, the Rams for the most part the other day, they just put their foot in our neck. They were beating us at the line of scrimmage. And by the end of that game, it could have been tired or frustration, but you could tell they just like our defensive front had just had it. They, you can call it gas. You can call it like frustrated, whatever you want. They manhandled us and it was almost like they put us into submission and you can tell it just, you know, guys, you know, they, they were only human. You've been, Somebody's been beating up on you all day long. And you see, you know, as you get to the fourth quarter and you're like, man, I'm tired of this beating, you know. So it's, it's, it's a game to game thing sometime, but it's best at this time of the year, bro. I'm telling you, there's a whole lot of dudes that are starting to get a little tired, a little banged up. And we also remember I was doing a podcast earlier today and sometime around this time, and you know, from a couple of years ago when we were with, talking about them bad Cardinals, dudes start making business decisions out there, bro. Yes, I mean, you know, the off season's getting close. Do you want to go into the off season with the opportunity to take a vacation to Maui? Or do you want to be <laughs> beat up and sitting somewhere 
uh, rehabbing a, a torn ACL or something like that, you know? Right, right. So, you know, hopefully we got dudes that are in it for the long haul at six and six, though. We go to six and seven and six and eight. Those last couple weeks, man, that's when dudes, like I said, start making them decisions. <laughs> oh my goodness so along those lines so i want to pivot slightly back before we look ahead because the cardinals will be facing the the new york uh the new york giants this week uh for having won four in a row and so we'll get into that in just a moment but the again pivoting back slightly to to kyler murray um there was i i heard a little bit uh somebody mentioned this uh that he's that he doesn't seem to be going through his reads his progressions um, do, do, have you seen any of that? And is there still is, do you think he's regressing? I guess is the best way to say, it. because if he's not going through necessarily going through his reads, if he's, if he's get once the ball, once there's any pressure, because we know that there are issues with the offensive line at times, if the, if, if the pressure is coming, then he's taking the ball down and he's starting to try to run and scramble and do those things is, do you think he's regressing? And did you see, have you noticed that he's maybe not going through any of his reads? Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's regressing. I just think he's had a bad stretch of games. And just as I mentioned earlier, bro, I'm not too sure how healthy he is right now. And that's, for me, is a big factor. He just doesn't look like he's himself. As far as, you know, just, I guess, not going through his progressions, I think teams are doing something to us that I would actually almost look at the coaching and the game plan more than I would necessarily Murray's performance from time to time. I'm not seeing anything dynamic out there. But remember, we talked about this all the time. If you're going to come out there with the same game plan every week and think that's going to work, then you got a sad, you know, uh, state of affairs ahead of you. And I have not seen the, let's talk about this. How about the progression of Kingsbury and his in ingenuity and his creativity with this offense, making it more dynamic. Um, we are still seeing those sideline passes. Our running game is still stagnant. Nothing, you know, fabulous about that. Then you got this young quarterback. If you're going to put it all on his shoulders, but you're also not going to let him run. He is going to look a little just kind of deer in the headlights from time to time with these defenses starting to adjust to him, but us not making any adjustments on our side. So that's one of the things I'm still waiting to see from Kingsbury and this offensive kind of, you know, coaching unit. Hey, let's get a little more creative with what we're doing. We're, we're still seeing the same stuff that was a little more successful back in week three, four, five, and six. Bro, we're in week six or 12, 13. And now teams have that, that, that film. Remember what I said last week? Yeah. Our team's going to try to take that formula of what Belichick did, you know, be disciplined, yes, sir. Yes, sir. create, stay in our lanes, make him beat you from the pocket. And that, I mean, the Rams, they were all up in his face and it was all pressure from up in the middle of the, that, you know, with Donald and all that kind of stuff. What, what can you do against the, that front? But it was very, uh, reminiscent of what Belichick and New England did to us the week before. I don't think it's necessarily regression on Murray's part. I just think, you know, you can't go out there with the same game plan and expect, you know, a different result. Now, before we get into the Giants, I want to ask, because I think you've you've shared this before, but you've been on your the experience of being on a team where you start off 
where where it starts off right, where everything seems to be going well, and then it then it kind of starts to tail. Then it starts to go take that decline, and you start that tail that that dead spin, and you can't you can't pull it up, and it, and everything goes awry. How did what's the what's that feeling like when you just have no control <laughs> over when no matter what you do is just not working, and then those business decisions are, are start to be made. Bro, I was on an eight and four Detroit team, and. Uh, 1999, and you know, we start making reservations for first round possible buy, and you know, all we gotta do is this and beat this team, and and next thing we were eight and five. Okay, we still, you know, we still eight and six. All right, well, let's get this take eight and seven. Oh man, we were eight and eight, man. We backed into the playoffs, and it was funny how our confidence from that eight and four, how fast that deteriorated, and then it was like panic mode. Everybody's pushing the button, pushing the button. You know, we got to, like you said, we got to get out of this tailspin. We never got out of it, bro. And we went, uh, you know, we went over to Washington that year as an eight and eight playoff team. And we walked out of there with a 45, 10 loss L. So basically, like I said, the tailspin it was over. We were on our way down. We never pulled up. And that season was a wash. And it's, a, it's like I said, it's crazy how quickly that confidence can go away right. and i'm imagining right now the cardinals and here's the other thing you got to remember not just you know all the fans you everywhere you go yeah. um the the you listen to the radio you watch espn think about this or just wasn't just a few weeks ago Man. they had Kyler murray in the mvp you yeah. know could he be this year's mvp now all of a sudden it's like whoa what happened to Kyler murray so you got all these outside influences and everybody's ear and everybody's you know the only instance i i was when I was in Atlanta for that magical run in 98. Yeah. It was because of things I've been through in the past. I was waiting for the shoe to drop. I was waiting for <laughs> to wake up and, you know, Cinderella no longer has the slipper. And, you know, we, we kept it going. And that was from leadership. That was from Coach Reeves and his experience and warning us about things and keeping us on track, you know. So that was a magical run. Just like I said, on the flip side, though, when it starts to go bad, and you know, once again, we're talking about a young coaching staff, you know, second-year head coach Kingsbury, he's still trying to figure this out. How do I motivate these guys? How do I do, you know, it, it is so tough. Like I said, when the tide does start to turn, bro, it's hard to, it's hard to do the Titanic, remember? They try to get yeah. that thing to turn and turn <laughs> and then here comes the iceberg and scrape, scrape. And they still know everybody, they still know everybody going down. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, hopefully the, the New York Giants won't be that iceberg because the New York Giants, they're coming four wins in a row, mm. um, in that, crazy NFC East, but the, the Cardinals will be heading out East to take them on. What are your thoughts on this game? They, they just played the, the Seattle Seahawks and they came up with the win. Um, they were able to contain Russell Wilson. So you imagine that they're going to copy and paste to some extent, that same type of game plan and maybe bring out some different wrinkles. As you mentioned, uh, raise that hand and get the, get those trees up there, get those, those hands extended uh, for those passing lanes. Your thoughts on how you think this will play out and how you think the Cardinals match up uh, against the New York giants. Bad timing for the Cardinals. Cause the giants are actually playing ex- exceptionally well yes, sir. right now. And, they're playing with attitude, bruh. I mean, they're five and seven, but think of this. They lost how many, three or four games or so by a school, like less than a school, like, you know, less than seven points. So, I mean, they, they were in all these games that they were losing. Now they're starting to win some of these games and to go on the road to Seattle 
and not just beat Seattle, but make Seattle's offense look inept. They had Russell Wilson like scrambling for his life. And we could be in for the same measure coming up here. You know, it's a East Coast game early. We better wake up, man. Better have that coffee and throw an energy drink in there as well because the the Giants now, think about this. They're battling with the Reds, with the Washington football team. Almost did it second time. (laughs) Washington football team. They're battling for playoff uh, birth right now. Can you can, let me say that one more time, bro? You, yes, you didn't sir. hear me. I mean, you didn't hear me. They're playing for a playoff berth, which means yes. there's blood in the water for them. So it's a, it's funny how a five and seven team, the Giants, you're like, what are five and seven? You know, they are playing so well right now. And a six and six Cardinals team, we're not playing well. Confidence is probably a little broke down. Them throwing the fact that we got to go over to their house. I know it's not a packed stadium or anything like that, but we're still on the road. So this game is a true put up or shut up game for me, for the Cardinals. No excuses. You got to go over there from Jump Street. You better be ready to play. You better strap them on and don't look around and, you know, think the game's not starting till one o'clock. Uh, mountain time because it's it's a ten o'clock. You know it's going to be. A t- <laughs> they they got a lot of things kind of stacked against them, especially like I said, our momentum and and the the, the Giants looking and they're, you know they're salivating over what they've probably been looking at game wise or film wise with our offense. So this is going to be one of those ones, man. We better come ready to play. And I'm not too sure if we come away with a victory here. And that's crazy to say. And the Cardinals are actually favored in this one. I'm not sure what the Bookies yeah. are looking at with this one. I think two and a half points, but man, I wouldn't take that two and a half. I wouldn't take it. You know, I'm not sure about that one. But bet online? No, I'm not betting on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. So, and it's interesting when you look at the the Giants. Their uh, the last three games. Uh, let's look at their last three games. They've given up uh, 12, 17, 17, and twenty. Let's look at their last four. So defensively, they're starting to really. And they played the Seahawks. And they played the Bengals. They played the Eagles and the Washington team. So some of those numbers can be looked at. The skew it a little bit, but you look at the Washington football team, they just beat the the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I mean, there's, you know, a little bit of something to that. They they have a defense there. Well, you know, anyway, the point is, is that looking at the way the Cardinals, it's, it's all about the psyche. And one of the things I wrote in our run sheet for the show today was confident you know, the, the surging confident, uh, giants with the, the Cardinals. And I put loss of confidence that that confidence is a big thing is walking up to that, to that pretty woman. And, uh, 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 can, 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 can I, um, what's your name? She already <laughs> walked away or walking up and you know that you're not the best dressed in the spot or maybe the, even the most handsome, but you say, how you doing? Uh, can I buy you a drink? Yeah, and that it's all it, it's all the difference in the world, and I think that's going to carry a long way because you always hear what you continue to hear is they have good weeks of practice, and then for some something happens when in the game in, in this one and four stretch, and that just can't happen again. No, and I I really truly believe Jay <clears throat> preparation going into the week is one thing. It's the uh, we told you and I talk about this all the time. It's the adjustments you make. Once the game starts, because if it was just a game of we're going to roll our game plan out there and why even play the game, you get out there and we'll just match our game plan against yours. It's all about making those adjustments. And that's what I'm not seeing from, and I'm not saying you get into halftime. I'm saying from the very first series of the game, you're looking at things or dissecting. Okay. We might have to make a whole new plan of attack, not just our blocking scheme, but these plays, these ones right here, these ain't working today. 
So we got to get rid of those. Yeah. And we, the, the things that we put on the back burner, we need to pull some of those off. And these, this is now our plan of attack. So that's the part that I'm still hesitant about. Like with this Cardinals team, it's not like we can match up sometimes ability wise with anybody. You know, we got a dynamic quarterback. We got a number one wide receiver, you know, great, uh, a number, you know, number two. We got guys that are doing different things defensively. We got, you know, a boot on the back. We got this young Isaiah Simmons. Who, ah, wait, man. <laughs> I keep waiting for it. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, but yeah. we got all, we, we can match up talent wise, but when it comes down to it, we have to be prepared to change the ingredients in the soup sometime, man. You yeah. know, and I just don't see enough of that. And that's where I think we're coming up short. And then, you know, McVeigh, I mean, that's uh, Kingsbury's kryptonite right now. Just like Shanahan, he likes to beat up on McVeigh. It's almost like a the totem pole thing. Somebody's got to be on top. Somebody's got to be on bottom. So yes, sir. we eventually got to get over that. But right now, it's on to the Giants. So I got the Giants uh, winning by about maybe by four points. What you got in this one? Oh, man, you're going to make me do it again. Yes, sir. I'm agreeing with you, brother. For this one, this is all about attitude. And this is all about sometimes the team that's, you know, like I said, we throw records out when we go look the eye test. One team is playing with funk and fire. Huh. Look at the Giants, man. The Giants this past week, because I watched pretty much that whole game. The Giants, that was like one of them old Kimbo slice um, in the alleyway. And yeah, they were just it wasn't like, a beautiful game, 17-12. Yeah. No gloves, straight knuckles, and just beating up on somebody, right? And the yeah. Cardinals, we, we were the one in the corner with our hands up, you know, body blow, body blow. We're just taking it, taking it, you know? Yeah, and this is if, if momentum is real, which I don't believe in momentum, but I also believe in what I saw this past week. We might be in for a true beatdown, not necessarily like beat like beaten by thirty points. I'm just saying this could be one of those three point games, but we just physically just look like we just got hammered. Because they, because the Giants do not play. They, I mean, they play ugly games. They don't put up a lot of points on the board. So they, they know that they go. Their defense has to bring it. So that's that's what you have to be uh, afraid of. Giants defense is playing so bad, so good right now that and that dude is like a dude coming up and slapping your girlfriend in the face and looking at you like what? But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how bad they they are, are playing right now. Being in a good way for them that they are that confident. And then that's that dude. He come over and be like, smack. Yeah. Okay. What you gonna do? <laughs> Yeah, you know? man. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm looking at uh, the Giants. Oh goodness, this could be one of those. Honestly, this could be one of those like 18 to 15 games. Right. Giants, unfortunately, on top. Well, shoot. On behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. We do this every week. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. I believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So until next time, as we always say, you can. Till next week, be easy out there. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.